Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Antiheroes Anonymous, or welcome for the first time, if it's your first time joining us. I'm Ethan, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons show. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Embers, the Tabaxi Monk. Hi, I'm Kay. I play Elwyn, the Elvish Druid. Hi, I'm Melissa, and I play Tepin Swayzaker, and she's a pixie bard. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Vert, the Changeling Artificer. Previously on Antiheroes Anonymous, uh, the Silver Seekers, which is the name of the party, have uh, been making a stop in Fymir, the capital of the state of Sergil, on their way to their new keep up in Amber Hearth. While at a lavish inn uh, run by a cousin of Nora Froth Tankards named Tashan Froth Tankard, um, they met Yerdad Deirad, an orcish cleric of Bahamut. Uh, as they did some research at the Argent Athenaeum, Athenaeum I think, yeah. Uh, Stratos's foremost library, a strange woman named Esme recruited the party to recover her confiscated spaceship and her alien partner, Yerp, uh, sort of blowing the party's brains uh, in the process um, to the existence of ex uh, life off the planet. Anyways, um, all of this kind of got sidetracked a little bit when a old nemesis of the party named Kashura uh, who is a member of the League of Terrors, revealed herself, uh, and it came out that uh, the League of Terrors are also hunting for Esme for their own nefarious purposes. The party thwarted one attempt to kidnap her, uh, but the pressure is on at the moment to get Esme what she needs before the League of Terrors strikes again. And that is where we left off. Um, since it's been a while for us, we had a little break, uh, I will do a little bit more of a thorough reminder of this specific scene for you guys. Um, Kashura had led you away from uh, the loud crowds and um, general raucous atmosphere of uh, Elendal's um, premier romance novel convention, Romcon, uh, to a more secluded section of the library that is hosting this event. Um, there, she revealed to Embers, who got there first, that they were after Esme. A fight ensued. Uh, it looked like it was going bad for Kashura, so she used a gauntlet, a new gauntlet on her arm, to disintegrate a hole in the roof and then was sucked upward into some sort of um, living squid-like spaceship uh, via some sort of tractor beam. Uh, managing to escape leaving the group of you surrounded by the metallic sentinels that guard the uh, library and the vast collection of knowledge um, 
that is gathered here. Uh, however, I believe Vert and Embers and Esme uh, kind of managed to get away with Vert pulling Embers away, right? Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Yeah, em Embers is still paralyzed, I think. Or st okay. St stunned, I guess. More, I think it was more incapacitated, like you're yeah, just kind yeah. of out of it. But um, yeah. In any case, uh, Vert pulled um, Embers away, and Esme kind of went with that crew. The rest of you are pretty much just surrounded by a group of these metallic sentinels. A uh, few more have come. Initially, there were just three, but a, a couple more have come. Um, and they kind of just, in their sort of robotic, robotic? Um, robotic AI voice, uh, commanded you to just kind of wait here and then seem to have gone silent for the moment. Um, which group do which group do you guys want to start with? I could go either way. Between Vert, Embers, Esme, and uh, the rest of everybody. Uh, I'll go. Okay. So if um, I remember correctly, Embers got is she incapacitated from the Sentinels? Yeah, the Sentinels doing... okay. unleashed like a mist that kind of spread out through the entire room, and that mist basically like I mean, it made it so that no one could continue fighting uh, okay. who failed the saving throw. So, so can Embers like talk and like? Yeah, yeah, she can, but I think she'd be like a little sluggish. Okay. Um, so you you probably would have to pull her a little ways, but then she could probably move on her own after that. All right. So I guess once we're around the corner, um, do I notice? And it Esme? only lasts about a minute. So okay. do I notice Esme with us? Um. Roll a perception I check. Invisible, so we don't know exactly where okay. is. I will roll a roll a perception check while I go grab some dice. Sure, mm, that's not very good. So I probably don't notice her, but let's find out. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, that's only a nine, so probably not. Only how many? I got a nine. Nine. Yeah. Uh, let's. I'll roll something to be safe. Um, you unfortunately don't know where Esme is, um, but as you kind of pull Embers away, you don't get too far before you hear a whisper right near you that says, uh, I'm right here, Coco. I'm with you too. Yeah, so I'm like looking for her, and then I try and like, <laughs> is it, I don't know, I kind of like grab onto her shoulders and like look at her and then ask her something. I don't know if I'm able to well, do she's, that or not. She's invisible, but right. uh, if you want to like make a grasp. Yeah. Um, you could make like a, just make a, we'll do, do this like coordination, just like a dexterity check at disadvantage. Sure. All right. Oh, that's a natural 20 and a 16 on die. So maybe I got her. So that's a 17 total with my dexterity. Yeah. You reach out and like, so like right when I hear the voice, I'm just if, like, as if to grab in that direction and your left hand, um, which you were trying to get around like her left shoulder. Uh, bumps what you think might be her right shoulder. Your other hand catches air, but then you're able to like readjust, and uh, you think you've got you okay. think you've grabbed like her shoulders. So so what right, you, what, huh? What? Who are those people? Why do they want you? Why are we in danger because of this? What's happening? There has to be something I've never, else. I've never seen that woman before in my life. Why uh, do they want oh. you? But uh, right, I did see. I mean, you saw the thing up above, right? Yeah, the, the place where she went. Yeah. Uh, they probably want me because, uh, well, so I mentioned that I'm part of a group. 
you know, a very, a very specific group with a purpose. And uh, our purpose is to hunt things like them. So uh, they probably perceive me as a threat. I would guess that's the reason. And you had no idea they were here? Like, well, I didn't think they premises? followed me. I mean, oh my gosh! Y- you saw in my memory that uh, they were the ones who caused me to crash, but I mean, um, I didn't realize they would, they, they would like pursue you afterwards. I didn't realize that either. Oh gosh! And so I'll I'll let her go. But I'm like clearly frustrated that you know this is all happening, and that we're that, in danger. That what was that, Embers? What was that? Was and I like look at Embers. Is she like just? leaning against the uh, wall now and sliding down she'd probably or be like a little dazed <laughs> <laughs> she's not she's not that bad okay. yeah well i'll try and like maybe shake her out of it a little bit uh, <laughs> Does anything well, come work? on embers snap out of it you're like yeah as me yeah. clicking uh, what what's happening what what happened where's that's, everybody that's what i'm trying to figure out they're they're finding their own way out right now Ooh. We should probably we should probably go as well and meet up with everybody. Okay. Um. Right. What do you, uh, where, where should we go? What What are we doing? Well, we need to stick together because if anything else happens, we need to at least you know we can't we don't want to split up. That makes sense. But if we do get separated, um, I feel like I have a pretty good shot at getting out of here undetected. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I could probably get out undetected well, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone kind of like looks over at Coco. <laughs> Roll his eyes. All right. Well, that's fine. But we should probably at least, if we if we have to get separated, we're gonna get separated. We should at least have a meeting point and try and right. establish good, that with everybody else. Um, so, do you want to be meet on this, uh, at, in this building somewhere, or? Let's meet at the costume vendor. The costume vendor. Okay. There were there were a lot of those. Oh, there were a lot. The one, yeah. The one, the the first one that we saw in the entry area, or what? What would be a good landmark that we would have passed that we could have said? Um, I mean, any number, any one of the like surrounding towers around the main building, or um, the main entrance that you came in, or uh, I mean, there, there's like a a gardens surrounding uh the library, so there could be yeah. like a fountain or something like that in there. I think we want to go outside because I'm pretty sure because of this damage now, there's gonna, this place this place is gonna be swarming with. I would, I would also like to okay. go outside. So let's go outside somewhere. How about um, what do we have outside? Like, is there like a fountain or something, or like just a? Yeah, I mean, there's probably a square not too far away okay. that would have a fountain. Let's go to that square that's not too far away that has a fountain. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I guess we make our self checks to try and get out of here undetected, huh? Sure. Yeah. I need to check as Esme does. Oh first. yeah, Esme. Mm-hmm. Esme rolled an 18 on dice plus some, so she's good. Um, this is also pretty good. Um, I got a 23. Nice. One second. Okay, so let me see your pointer finger range. Okay, so question about the spell message. Mm-hmm. This says point the finger towards a creature within range. It doesn't say you have to see them. Is that true? That's true. Yeah, as long as you know like their general okay. location, which in this case you do. So I'm going to send messages 
to every all the silver seekers and to your dad in there and say we're going to be outside and explain the the area that we're going to go to okay and then i'll do Sounds my good. self check yep so i got a 17. okay yeah that's pretty good um all of your attempts to sneak are aided by the fact that once you get back to the main uh, convention area, um, it becomes pretty clear that the ruckus of your fight has disrupted almost the entire con. Um, like a bunch more of those metallic sentinels have come out uh, and they're supplemented by like a few Imperial wardens. Um, and they basically seem to be urging people to sort of leave the uh the library um and there's like a big hectic crowd kind of funneling out of the convention um and so the imperial wardens are shouting things like um there's been a slight incident uh this will all be taken care of and wrapped up by tomorrow second day of romcon will reserve will resume as intended um there will be updated flyers and brochures for when events are rescheduled to. You can find those at the entrance tomorrow morning. Uh, and like, they're basically just ushering people out and you guys kind of get swept up into that crowd. Yeah, that's good. Um, could you all also make a perception check for me? Well, second natural 20 of the night, I guess. I Oh, snap. After this, these two, and your last session, I think we need a dice cam on Zach. <laughs> did I get natural 20s last time? You got like did three it? last time. Was it me or someone else? I didn't think I got them. Did I? I got a lot as Torin. Maybe. Last okay, session, but I remember I mean, that. I'm happy maybe to do was, that. Maybe they were all spread around the party. I remember there being a lot of nat 20s last session. Yeah, so I'm, Kashura I'm... rolled really bad, but then Torin rolled really well for me. I remember that. I just shot magic missiles. <laughs> I didn't have to do any. I used to roll d4s. Anyways, yeah. So perception. That's a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. And how did Embers do? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So both of you would probably see this. I'll give um, Vert a little bit more. One thing you both see, uh, which um, probably a few other people in the crowd see, but there's so much chaos that like it's not like everyone sees it um but you see uh the clouds above the library sort of from coming from behind it uh part briefly as a draconic form with white scales uh, begins descending in this direction but it looks like um it's doing like it's it's trying to approach the library without being seen by you know everyone um, like it's using like the glare from the sun and the cloud cover to try and get as close as possible before like dipping down. Um, but you can see uh, the arrival of uh, a dragon you've seen before named Crylide, uh, bearing a single rider um, who uh, vert with that excellent perception check. You can, you can make out as the familiar sort of um, bald, tattooed, uh, one-armed Goliath form of Kashura. Uh, swooping down toward not Kashura, sorry, uh, Kalea. Okay. My yeah. my K A names. <laughs> um, I, I messed them up a lot back in the Horizon Shroud arc. I remember that. Um, swooping down in this direction, 
on uh, the back of a dragon and sort of going to land behind the library. Uh, the other thing, Vert, that you notice that Embers doesn't really notice is kind of intermingled among the um, Imperial Wardens that are kind of supplementing the Metallic Sentinels um, in getting this you know, crowd to go one direction. Um, you see a few of those uh, sort of specialized uh, Dragonborn troops mm. that you saw before with like... Um, you know, like the heavy plate armor and the wings, uh, and, and, the stuff. wings and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and among them, you see uh, that one that seemed to be uh, the leader, uh, the one of them that didn't have wings uh, in like the resplendent black, gold and red um, full plate armor covering sort of the entirety of their uh, dragonborn face. Uh, and you see these people, unlike the wardens who are sort of focused on uh, pushing people kind of out of the area, uh, these people are going in towards the library. If I wanted to do like a sleight of hand on the leader one and like put something mm -hmm. on his in his hands or something, mm -hmm. could, that happen? could that happen? Absolutely. Okay, let me think about it for a sec. Okay. Have a minute. We'll we'll go over to the other party and give you some time to think. Um, you guys are kept waiting for what feels like a long time with a lot of these metallic sentinels kind of just staring at you. Uh, and anytime like one of you moves, even a little bit, uh, one of the metallic sentinels will kind of say, in that sort of feminine AI voice, uh, "Please wait. The silvered seneschal has been summoned." And we'll just kind of like motion to keep you where you are. Do they react if we're just talking or are they mainly no, worried about they, They're mostly quiet, but like if if you move in the direction of like any of the exits, even if you're just like readjusting, they'll just say this and they'll they'll kind of like hold their arms up. How are Teppens and Torin and your dad looking health-wise after that combat? I was going to ask the same question. Because <laughs> um, if we're Tepe's... if we're waiting for a while, uh, your dad is just gonna is gonna sit down, uh, clutch his holy symbol, and I'm just gonna cast prayer of healing if we're just waiting anyway. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Uh, so Great. everybody can I... get eight plus four. That will probably be all Torin needs. But we'll see how much you roll. Did you say eight plus four? Uh, two d eight plus four. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So you have you haven't rolled it yet, or we? Yeah, roll it, it takes it takes ten minutes to cast it. Should I roll for everybody, or do you want everyone? Uh, to just roll one and and use it. I think. Okay, let's go. Unless it's bad, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty great. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's fifteen points. So. Oh yeah. Nice. Should we divide that amongst ourselves? No, 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 no. like it's, the whole it's thing. yeah, oh. six up to six creatures around me get that healing each. Sweet, yeah. thank that, you. Just, that puts Torin all the way back up minutes. to maximum. So. Me too. It, it just takes 10 minutes, so. Um, probably around the time you're done casting that um, and healing up Does the- Does it count as a short rest? Are we waiting not, long not enough? Not a short rest. Start? No. Okay. Dang it. Okay. Um, 
Probably around the time you're done spending the 10 minutes to cast that, though, um, a familiar pair of people come into the room. Uh, one of them uh, is about as flustered as you've ever seen him. Uh, it's marble. Uh, he seems to have just like lost his cool entirely. Like um, he, he blusters into this room, I would say. Um, but he's accompanied by uh, senior steward Ilanis Iron Tome as well. I think that's her last name. Let's double check. Yes, Ilanis Iron Tome as well. Um, and they they both come into the room and kind of make their way past the line of metallic. Uh, that's what I've been using, the the constructs, uh, and approach your dod. And Marble just kind of like surveys the scene and like leans back against a bookshelf and like looks up through the hole in the ceiling and just goes, Ugh. Uh, but Ilanis kind of like pulls up a stool uh, and sits down on it next to your dod and kind of like, uh, you know, Puts her, puts her hands together and kind of rests her chin on it. Yurdad, what happened here? Well, we were, I was with, uh, you know, the whole group. Uh, you remember, the, they call themselves the Silver Seekers. They're pretty great. Uh, she kind of looks at the group of you who are here. And uh, while we were enjoying the convention as normal, uh, well, our our notice was drawn to some suspicious things happening over in this area and uh well we had we stopped an attempted kidnapping the kidnappees seemed to have fled and so did the attempted kidnapper through the uh, hole in the ceiling she looks up at the ceiling and she says convention business as normal huh well that's what we were getting up to and then uh well i wasn't gonna let something suspicious happen in the library and Oh, good thing we didn't. I have a feeling that the the Seneschal is going to want to hear all of this again from you. But who was being who was being kidnapped? And weren't there more of these silver seekers? She kind of looks around the group. I don't think I got the names of everyone, but I remember there being more more than. And she does a quick count. Who's here? It's it's just Elwyn and Tuppence of the Silver Seekers, and Torin. I remember there being more than three. Yeah, but yeah, in your dad's defense, he really did a good job protecting the books. No book was harmed. Yeah, again, she glances up towards the ceiling <laughs> where a bookshelf or two is like disintegrated straight through. Uh, on this floor, it seems. I did my best, but, uh, well, can't really un uh, stop something of that caliber. There was a big ship with a bunch of tentacle thingies in it, and that was weird. I'm sorry? Also, yeah, honestly, I wouldn't believe me either, because I didn't really believe it while it was happening. Uh, she looks to Marble, and he just does like a... The, the sort of like, um, you know, hand spinning by the head sign for crazy. Uh, but she turns back to you and she says, you're not, I, in all the years I've worked with you, you're, you're a lot of things, but you're certainly not a liar. So I believe you. I, I, I don't understand, I, I, but I believe you. I understand. It's completely wild. There's been a 
it was a lot of weirdness the entire combat. Uh, she points. Said. She points back <laughs> towards the hole in the ceiling and kind of looks around to the group of you and says, "This in particular, that wasn't any of you, right?" Of course not. No. Okay. I'm going to go talk to the Silverwood Seneschal before they arrive here, and uh, we'll be back. Sit tight. Uh, and she leaves. I can put us in a zone of truth if uh, I know it sounds crazy, but it might be less crazy. She kind of shakes her head and, and waves you off and says, no, no, I believe you. I believe you. The question is just um, what it all means. And she kind of strides out. And as she does so, she's like, and where on earth are my glasses? And you can all see that they're like totally on top of her head, but uh, she just strides out. Uh, Marble sticks around uh, with a group of you and he kind of looks to your dot and says, you know, you pretty much ruined uh, entire day one of the convention, right? They had to evacuate everyone. I mean, I didn't ruin it. The, the lady that was trying to kidnap the young lady and, uh, the big thing that blew a hole through the ceiling did. Yeah, the lady who's not here trying to kidnap the young lady who's not here who blew a hole in the ceiling. Sure. Uh, and then yeah, he kind of, he goes to walk away just like, ah, so frustrated. Peppy <laughs> sticks her tongue out at him as he leaves. <laughs> I reckon if his attitude's like that, he's trying to blame the... Uh meteor that crashed into the library on you too huh your dad he actually did say that once uh and everyone laughed but uh he did not like that they were laughing <laughs> what pleasurable company oh marble's harmless um i mean yeah in, in marble's defense this is something your dad would know he's particularly stressed right now because uh facilitating the convention uh, being hosted here at the, the library was kind of his job, so. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, I, wonder, I wonder how Embers is holding up after all that happened. Kind of ruined the first day of the rom-com for her, too. Well, we'll have to ask her about it later when we get out of this. Would we have received the message by now? Oh, yeah. You would have gotten that message pretty early on um, before your dot even did the healing spell. Okay. Think it's okay to leave now? Do you want to try? It's hanging around here. Well, you'd be easiest to make an escape, I, I reckon, if you want to try it. Because you're so little, puppy. Are they still holding us here after she came uh, and the, us? The metallic uh, guardians are still kind of circled around you, seemingly watching you, but holding pretty still. Well, let's see if I'll try to move toward the door and see what they do. Please remain where you are. The Silvered Seneschal has been summoned. What yeah, is whenever the that happens, Seneschal anyway? Kind of have to wait. What is the Silverage Seneschal anyway? What is, is it just like the special forces or something? 
Should I give you notes on that, Jordan? Um, let me check through. I don't think you gave me them written down, but I think you said a couple things once. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I, I can just, I can just tell the party, uh, or tell you, and then you can word vomit that back. Um, <laughs> the Silvered Seneschal is the, it's the title of, um, sort of like the highest, uh, office within the Argent Athenaeum. Um, the Silvered Seneschal is kind of like in charge of this library. Um, and then the senior stewards are the rank underneath, and that's where Ilanis is. And then the regular stewards, which is like marble, uh, are underneath the senior stewards. Yeah, so it's just kind of my boss's boss's boss. And I don't know how many Silvered Seneschal there are, but I'm hoping it's Ardrick's. Yeah, why is that? Oh, they're just really cool. <laughs> cool as in like interesting and chic well, or cool as in like laid back and, and easy to get along with. Uh, that kind of depends on the day, but it's just not every day that you see a copper dragonborn around. I see. Um, it isn't long before, indeed, a uh, copper dragonborn um, enters the room through one of the doors. Um, this copper dragonborn is wearing, uh, the, the regular stewards kind of have these rather plain robes. Um, Ilanises have a little bit more uh, decoration, ornamentation. Uh, this silvered seneschal's robe seem like a step up from that, but still within sort of the general uh, motif. Um, this dragonborn's scales are basically so um, uh, like tarnished greenish um, that you can instantly tell that they are uh, an individual of incredible age. Um, uh, and uh, they approach and kind of, uh, Ilanis is with them and uh, she kind of pulls up a seat for uh, this dragonborn to sit on and they've got kind of a cane that they walk with um and they sit down and kind of cross the cane over their legs um and uh kind of slowly takes a look at the group of you and says so you're these silver seekers then eh well half of us anyway mm. and where are the rest of you the other half Got lost in the chaos after the fight, I think. Mm. Well, I should like to speak with all of them. Uh, I am, uh, to provide some introduction, I am Ardrix. Uh, you can call me Silvered Seneschal or simply Ardrix or whatever you prefer. Uh, I am sort of like the boss around here, I suppose. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. I wish it could be under better circumstances. My name is Lady Elwyn Amalos, heir to House Amalos, Minister of the Old Faith and Shepherd of the Tundra. Um, a lot of people who you meet don't seem to like understand the gravity of your titles, but um, Ardrix gives you like a very low bow um, with probably sort of like a, a hand flourish that you recognize as like an, an elven sign of respect or something like that. Um, it is my pleasure to make your acquaintance, Lady Elwyn Amalos, and um, 
I take it the the small pixie one is uh, the Miss Tuppence I've I've heard about. Yeah, hi, I'm Tuppy. Uh, and you must be your dad and your son. Hello. Um. Well, uh, they kind of survey the damage um, of the ceiling <laughs> and look back to the group of you. Senior steward Ilanis assures me that none of this, and they gesture up towards it, is any of your doing and that you were seeking to root out some suspicious behavior of individuals here in the library, uh, seeking to protect some individual from, from kidnapping, which is all well and good. And I appreciate you doing this uh, away from the rest of the convention goers where no one else got hurt. Um, it seems that all of you are in fine health, so that is good to see as well. But I must ask, the kidnapper and the would-be kidnappee, they both escaped? I am going to take the liberty of answering your question with another question. By Have all you, means. by chance, heard of something called the League of Terrors? Um, Ardrix, uh, their eyes kind of light up, and they've got these kind of... Um, brownish eyes uh but you can and, and they're like they kind of have their the skin above the eyes the scales there kind of like droop a little bit with age but um there's like a you can see like a youthful flare come into their eyes when you say that um and ardrick says yes uh in fact i am aware of this group um our legate uh, tasked me and a few others with looking into them uh, upon her return from Port Horizon Shroud not too long ago, uh, where she thwarted or uh, assisted in thwarting, um, well, an incident there involving the group. In yes, fact, we are quite familiar with that incident in question. Uh, Ardrix nods and says, I thought that it might be uh, you. Uh, who were also involved with that. And this runaway kidnapper is the same woman who attempted to steal the dragon eggs back in Port Horizon Shroud. I see. We well, it seems this off, uh, kidnapper must have an affinity for the group of you then. I think this was just a lucky coincidence this time around, I'm afraid. Oh. Yep. When you spend your life in scholarship, as I have, uh, you start to see fewer and fewer things as coincidences. Uh, I should like to meet this uh, would-be kidnappee and uh, speak with them to learn why this group may have targeted them uh, and see if well, they have any information that can further our investigation. I wish the same thing. Unfortunately, she also vanished. We have no idea what happened to her or who she was. We, Can you make we... a deception check real quick? <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, it's only a half lie. 
it's mostly I, mostly true mostly true i don't I'd know like who she is i don't just by saying know who she is i'd like to just help action just by saying like yeah she's really good at being invisible okay she, she did go invisible i have no idea where she is right now i think I it's don't still a deception check though you you were told where she's going yeah i i was told where she's going i don't know where she is yeah, right now that's true just saying. I mean, Kay, you know it's a deception check, though, right? Yeah, no, I know. I'm just just saying. I'm trying to keep it as close to the tr- natural fucking 20. No keep way. That Get that camera rolled, over there. I rolled a 19. No, I, I believe you. I believe you. You don't need to show me. Look at oh, that. Oh, snap. Wow. <laughs> nice job. So eat that. Um, so that's a total of 23. Okay. Uh, you can see, um, I mentioned that kind of like youthful vigor that entered into Ardrix's eyes uh, when you had mentioned the terrors. That seems to dull a little bit. Listen, uh, what happened is is my compatriots and I, we, we caught sight of Kashura, the attacker. We recognized her and we followed her. And when she discovered that she'd been followed, she attacked us. We don't know anything more than that that she was apparently after a target and had to leave before she could acquire it. Well, oh, and a tentacle thing. Yes, uh, that was my next um, line of inquiry. Uh, yes, we are just as The senior steward mentioned this, and I, I would like to get a description from all of you, if, if possible. Um, and Ardrix motions uh, another figure forward who basically comes with a uh, sketch pad um, and basically Ardrix just tries to get you to kind of describe what you saw. Uh, and then the artist kind of tries to sketch it out. So Teppy grabs it, just starts drawing <laughs> herself. Yeah, that, that warrants an eyebrow raise from like, um, from, from Ardrix, but from Ilanis, like eyes go wide and like, she looks at Ardrix for like any reaction. Uh, but, uh, Ardrix seems to allow it. And so she, she comes down a little bit. Uh, why don't you make um, a a dexterity check with proficiency? Because I mean, it would be a performance dexterity check, and you have performance, so it's a plus seven, so it's a twelve. I rolled pretty bad. <laughs> um, the uh, the other artist is looking over your shoulder, and uh, she seems to be like a a young um, human woman. And uh, you can see that she, she pulls out like a backup, uh, you know, sketch of or, or pad of paper and is like trying to sketch along with you. Uh, and you think that yours came out better, you know, when all is said and done. Um, I rolled for her and, and she rolled a four on the dice. So, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. The silver Seneschal kind of takes the, the picture in hand and squints at it. Well, it's not much to go on, but it's something, I suppose. And um, they kind of pass it off to another scholar who goes running off uh, with the the sketch itself. Which brings me to my uh, final point. Um, From the records I've heard of your group, uh, from Legate Kalea, Berg Crusher, um, I understand the group of you are quite good at getting to the bottom of things. Uh, this kidnapper, that, yes. 
this kidnapper may have escaped and you may have lost sight of the kidnappee, but uh, I think you would be more suited to pursuing this investigation than uh, my scholars who are more trained in um, finding information within a library and writing extensive papers, which is not entirely a useful skill in this regard. Uh, well, would you would you be willing to to do such a thing and report back to myself and my team? We would, of course, have to discuss it with the rest of our party before we exactly. make any decisions. You would allow us at least a day to come to you with our decision. Very well. Yes, of of course. I understand that you must um, speak with the remaining members of your team. Uh, I would still like to meet them either way. So if when you bring uh, when you come to your decision, if you could bring them with you, I, I would very much enjoy an opportunity to briefly speak with them, even if you uh, wish to decline. Would there be like perks or benefits involved here? Like, Well, I did have one thought in that regard. Of course, I wouldn't um, want to leave you with no compensation. Uh, I believe I could arrange for the legate to uh, provide you with some monetary compensation that would be not at all meager um, but i also understand um, from what uh, the senior steward has told me of um, your group uh, that the the troop of you are headed northward to uh, a keep or some such thing in uh in uh shoot what is the name of the state Ardalir, oh, Ardalir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we don't happen to have many sister libraries established in Ardalir yet, uh, considering it is a very new state, uh, and we are looking for opportunities to establish those relationships with cities up there. So, um, a group of adventurers such as yourselves, I'm sure, could benefit from a well-stocked library. No. Yes. I mean, we have big hearts, but. You know, big hearts only take you so far. Well, uh, in that case, I would um, I would uh, consider it uh, a potential option to set up a, a imperial repository in whatever city you end up settling in up there. Um, of course, you know, uh, your dad and, and the other couriers ferry books back and forth between uh, this library and other libraries in the em- empire. So it would be such an arrangement. You could requisition books from here on certain specific topics and have them sent to you so you could do research there. That sounds like a very enticing offer. And I know that the other members of our parties are very much bookworms, like as am I. So very we beneficial. Will, we will uh, discuss it with them. I had hoped that um, that offer would be enticing to you. Um, so think on it. And um, as I mentioned, if, if that offer doesn't uh, suit your fancy, I am certain that uh, Kalea Bird Crusher could either supplement it or um, uh, if you're not interested at all, provide a significant sum of gold for a resolution to this case. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Very well. Uh, I will take my leave. I will have these um, metallic sentinels uh, 
stand down and uh, the group of you, you are free to go. And um, of course, I hope uh, that you enjoy the remainder of RomCon. Uh, and the Silvered Seneschal kind of stands up with, uh, it looks like no small amount of effort, uh, kind of leaning on the cane and uh, makes their way out of the room. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say one more thing, but I changed No, my no mind. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. If you want As, to. Okay. As they're leaving, Ellen will just say, when we do come back with the rest of our party, I would be very much interested to know what you've learned of the League of Terrors. Frighteningly little, but we can talk about it then. I look forward to it. Okay. Yeah, and they make their way out of the room. Would he have known that that's one of the things that we were researching when we came here? Does uh, he make it his, his business to know? No, the Silvered Seneschal, they, they, they wouldn't know that. Um, I don't think so. Uh, they were just briefed on what Yerdod had conveyed to Ilanis, which was not a lot. Uh, and then what they already knew of you from the Horizon Shroud incident. So, okay. Uh, let's hop back over to the other group. Zach, did you make a decision? First, I want to know what that uh, captain or commander person is doing. Are they just like storming by us and, you know, all business trying to get to the crime scene type of thing? Or is it like. Um, at first, so for a little while, it seems like uh, the captain is kind of um, looking at the library from the outside, um, kind of trying to look to see like from a ground vantage point if like, you know, there were like loose boards thrown in an explosion or something like that, uh, because this individual doesn't know that like it was a hole was disintegrated in the ceiling. They just know there was damage. So um they're kind of walking around the outside of the main building of the library to start with. Um, but then uh, it looks like they're probably going to head inward. Okay. How many are there? Um, of the winged dragonborn, um, let's say maybe 10 in total. And these are, and they're like, and then the captain. Are they Imperial Wardens or are they? Something they else. don't seem to be wearing they they don't seem to be wearing armor that has the imperial warden crest on it. Do I um, recognize? You could make a uh, history check if you wanted to. Sure, I will. I'll use a different dice that's not going to roll a twenty. No, please continue. It rolled a twelve. Twenty dice. Roll a twelve. <laughs> um, Which is uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Um. So you wouldn't know for sure who these people might be. Um, but knowing your background and um, you know where you came from, you would have certainly heard rumors of um, sort of a, uh, a group of individuals separate from the Draco Spears um, who are said to be sort of like the emperor's, um, you know, the emperor's hands throughout the empire. Um, they're the kind of the people who uh, enact the emperor's will 
itself, right? Okay. Because um, the emperor himself doesn't often leave the capital, uh, sure. as far as you're aware. Um, that's sort of a rare incident. Uh, but he's rumored to have, and it's like, it's unconfirmed, but he's oh. rumored to have a group of individuals known as the Scarlet Claw, um, who are basically like this shadow organization who kind of uh, help him, uh, you know, uh, achieve his his goals with that throughout the empire. Okay. Uh, and these individuals don't have any kind of like in, indicating markings or anything like that on their armor to tell you who they are. Um, but it seems like they're being treated as important, and uh, it's it's weird to you that they don't have any markings, but they're being treated as important, and so that's yeah. what comes to your mind. Okay. So yeah. I apologize for all the buildup, but I'm not going to try and be sneaky with them. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. I really, I had something planned, and I'm like, well, if they have ties with the Emperor, and he, you know, <laughs> we don't, well, there's a mystery around him, I don't really want to... I don't really want to tip, any, tip my hand a little but bit. But how cool would it be if you pulled it off? I mean, so um, so I, it's either I was going to give them... Well, I'll, I won't even... I was going to just... In the end, I think I was going to cast message. And just oh, message the, the commander. So then I wouldn't have to do sleight of hand. And I could just be in the crowd somewhere. But, um, yeah. So, no. Okay. That or if it was blocked, then I guess I would have to. But I don't know. Anyways. <sighs> no, I'll just continue on. Uh, as they're kind of passing and the group of you are filtering your way out, Esme uh, kind of whispers in your ear from her invisible position, are you, are you okay? Uh, it looked like you were thinking about doing something there. <laughs> How does she know that? <laughs> I rolled an insight check and it was high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll just kind of like, I'll kind of just look at her maybe with like mild annoyance and be like, be like fine, don't worry about it. Oh, I'm over here actually. Esme, please just focus on getting to this spot, okay? Sure, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, she That's goes it. quiet. Yeah. Uh, Embers, you hear uh, Esme whisper in your ear now. Is something wrong with Coco? Did I, did I do something? Did I say something? Is there a, a custom or convention that I overlooked? Um, uh, I don't know. He seemed angry at me. Well, he's kind of hard to read. I don't really know him that well either. Mm. You hear the scratching of a pencil on paper. Uh, yeah, and the group of you find your way out of the convention and uh, to that square nearby that has a fountain. There's a couple taverns that are on that square, and those seem to be filling up with convention goers who are a little bit upset at the con getting cut off early. Um, and then I guess, yeah, the rest of the party would end up um, joining soon, unless there's something else you guys want to do. Nope. Okay. Then, yeah, the group of you uh, reconvene around the fountain. Uh, and Torin says, uh, now I was, now that we're out of there, I've got to say, I was happy for another chance to, um, you know, get a little bit of re revenge on uh, that woman for, uh, you know, how things went down with her and me before. But um, if I'm honest, I have no idea why we were fighting. 
I reckon it's a good idea to go back to our hotel, maybe go up into the room and we need to have a chat about everything. Embers, yeah. you can tell your friend to come with, but make sure she stays out of sight. Oh, I think that she's usually pretty out of sight. Even more so now. <laughs> Embers looks to where she thinks Esme might be. Over here, <laughs> other side. Oh, okay. Uh, you actually, hold on. Uh, you feel um, a hand grab yours, kind of. Yeah, right I'll, here. I'll, I'll squeeze it. And she just stays holding your hand. Okay. Uh, well, lead the way. Is anybody else starving? We can get food back at the hotel, Tuppence. Come on. Do you guys want to like lock yourselves in your room and get room service? <laughs> yes. We could do that. <laughs> that would be great. Okay. Yeah, you can make yourself you, you can make your way back to the hotel, no problem. Make our way. Um make your way. Uh the I mean the bar area is open. Uh it seems to be crowding up quickly. Like I mentioned with uh con goers disappointed about the swift end who are trying to find some way to party and uh save the night. Um so you probably won't get too much privacy in like the the public areas of the hotel this time, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll go up to our room. Okay. And then yeah, like I mentioned, you can totally just get room service and have whatever you want brought up here. Um when you when you do so, uh and you open the door, it's actually Tashawn there with kind of like a cart full of the the food and uh, a platter with the, the drinks. Thought I'd bring this up uh, myself just for, you know, uh, Nora's favorites. Oh, we, we starts really handing food it. through. What? What? You did must Esme... be so busy down there, though. What did Esme order? Yeah. Uh, ooh. She probably like she'd look at the menu and um, wouldn't really know any of the dish, like what the dishes mean, mm-hmm. uh, and she would just basically lean over to Embers and go. So what on here is like really meaty? Mm. Uh, I think Embers would recommend the the aurochs meat is is good. Is it though? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's what she'll order then. Like a big auroc steak. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Tashawn kind of starts handing this stuff in. Tuppy will fly over, use mage hand, and help <laughs> while she's stuffing oh, food you. in her face. That's too. actually, that's quite handy. <laughs> I could uh, do with a few of those when I'm tending bar sometimes, if I'm honest. It gets a little busy. Sometimes I'm a little bit envious of uh, how Nora has managed to establish popularity while uh, maintaining a reasonable uh, clientele base she's great this, this was always her. my favorite part uh you know the the giving people the food and, and seeing people happy anyways i'll leave you to it thank you thank you you're wonderful you're all wonderful uh and he just kind of closes <laughs> the door behind him i would like to take 10 minutes to ritually cast a tech magic mm-hmm. in a room just to make sure that there's nothing here that shouldn't be here. Mm. 
yeah, doing like a thorough check for like scrying objects or something like that. Scrying objects or, yeah, anything that might might indicate that it's not a safe place to talk about stuff. Uh, you do a thorough check over of the room. I'm not going to make you roll a check or anything like that. Um, and you find nothing that indicates that you're being magically spied on. Great. Right. Well, uh, you do, however, notice that when, when you check the closet and the kind of nest that you made for your dragon egg, uh, mm -hmm. it is, it seems to have rolled over a little bit. Oh. Um, and you can hear a little bit of a clicking sound on the inside. Oh, I'll take it out for the conversation. Have it in my lap. <laughs> uh, you swear you hear like a soft <laughs> cooing sound on the inside. Okay, what is that? Oh, it's just uh, our little messenger Drake egg that we got back in Port Horizon Shroud. You have a messenger Drake egg. That is yeah. You all seem to amaze me more and more each time. Just a new thing happens. You just pull a thing out, and you're like, "Yeah, this is every day." And y'all, you all are amazing. <laughs> it's so exciting. Oh, can I come see? Of course, of course. I think I think she's talking. It's oh like, my gosh! It's a tapping sound on the inside of the egg. Hi, little one. I can't wait to meet you. I like drum my fingers on the top in response. There's, it like stops for a second, and then it drums back the same pattern you just drummed. <laughs> Hello, Snowdrop. How you doing? Did we really decide on a name? I just did. Mm, for a dragon? For a messenger drake? Snowdrop? Do you I have wonder. any other suggestions? I think we could vote. Uh, okay, you guys, I think uh, we're Embers, <laughs> let me just say one, one more thing and then we can get back to the topic at hand. Uh, Embers, you see that uh, Esme is making notes uh, about Elwyn's <laughs> behavior with the egg. Oh, is she visible again? Yeah, she's visible okay. again. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'd lean over and explain to her what a message trick is. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. See, I've seen that type of egg before. Uh, and yeah, sure, we use some for messengers, but they also, I mean, the eggs are incredibly tasty. Oh. <laughs> Please, you wouldn't, you wouldn't ask me, would you really? You wouldn't say you're joking. Well, I mean, so I, I, did, I, had I, a, I didn't have time to do anymore. a lot of... No, no, no. I, I didn't have time to do a lot of research uh, into the sorts of things that you eat, but I've, I've seen the breakfast menu here, and I understand that uh, you eat eggs from these things called chickens. Um, and, and I assume it's the same principle. Uh, you know, they're and ducks. Sure. I don't know what a duck is, but. Um, well, yeah. I assume it's the a... same principle. You, you eat it before, you know, the, the creature within grows too big or anything you know all right as riveting as this conversation is i think we're going to have to come back to the task at hand before i lose my appetite thank you right right so what is the task at hand 
I will dive into what happened after you guys left um, and explain about the Silver Seneschal's visits. And I will just say, I, I did my best not to reveal that we knew anything about Esme. I'm concerned that the emperor knows who she is and sees her being here as a threat. So if anyone from the Athenaeum knows the truth, if we, if we tell them what we know, that information's gonna get back to the emperor and who knows what he was going to do when he discovers that she's here. I, I don't think that it's anything good. Esme, I think that, oh, Esme, Esme, I think that your presence here is a threat to him and his secret. But I don't understand why that would be. I, I guess I've seen how he was, you know, in the in his early time when he was here, and I've kind of seen how he is now. And sure, okay, we have kind of a theory about maybe how he got there, but I just don't understand it, it, how he could come to a point where, you know, me being here would be a threat to him. If, if anything, I mean, sure, I'm, I'm not very important back where I'm from, but I would think okay. he'd want to meet me. Esme, I've seen the lengths that people will go to to keep secrets and to protect their information. <laughs> just the camera if there was a camera for this would just pan to coco <laughs> well, no one else looks at him though <laughs> <laughs> listeners can't see this uh but zach just like dropped down beneath the camera entirely okay believe it or not he's not the only one ellen is talking about sure sure Look, he, I don't think that he's a good man. Maybe he was once. I don't think he is now. And I think that after so much time conquering all the lands on this continent and all the war that he's seen, he would not hesitate to kill you to keep the truth about his identity a secret. Okay, well, um, you're the experts on uh, pretty much everything going on in, in this land. Um, you would know the politics that play much better than I would, so I'll trust your opinion on that. Uh, it does put us in a bit of a dicey situation, though, because it... Mm, it, it kind of makes it seem like everybody... Uh, and their mother is after me. Yes, it does seem that she way. She kind of smiles a little bit. <laughs> well, that's... We might need to stash you here. I'm not sure that you should come out again. Y you shouldn't, but I don't know if this is the safest place either. Well, I, I mean, I have a place that I was hiding us. out, which was pretty safe, but if you think here is safer... Perhaps. I, I just think you need to stay out of sight. And I don't know, 
I don't know if it'll be possible to get to your ship. Oh, I had what you said gave me an idea about that. Yeah. What, what, so what if we take this job from the Seneschal and one of the conditions that we give them is that uh, in order to make a, a, a thorough investigation and to do the job right, we need uh, uh, unrestricted access to, to everything in, in the city. And that would give us cover to, we could go to the airfield, we could go to- True. I, I reckon if we let on that, that whoever the, whoever Kashura's target was, is involved with the crash, maybe they'd let us investigate the, the what, what's the word, the remnants of the crash or, or what have you, the- Wreckage. Wreckage and the, the, we might even be able to get your friend. Sure. We don't even really have to talk about Esme when it comes to that. We can just say that, uh, that we think that the Nautiloid was involved in what happened to the tower. And that's not even really a lie because it was. It, yeah, that's true. But, now, when you sorry, I should I should have been using that that word. <laughs> I, <that's okay. laughs> Embers doesn't know what a Nautiloid is. Sorry, no. the, the squid thing. Yeah, the squid, the squid thing. thing. <laughs> the spaceship. <laughs> okay, sure. The technical thing. <laughs> so that sounds like a good plan to get um, to get to the, the infiltrator. Sure. Um, what are we going to do about Europe? Well, that's what I mean. Maybe it would let us get close to Europe too. Yeah. Do we, I mean, I don't even know how to begin searching. Do you guys have any ideas in that regard? I don't even know where well, to look. I have a, I have a scroll with a spell on it that would help us, but we have to be somewhat in the right neighborhood first before I use it. We're pretty good at finding information that we need. We just have to. Well, if we take this job from from the Silvered Seneschal and we agree to investigate the attack on the library, then Yurt was was part of the spaceship crash, wasn't he? We can we can always demand to know everything about it, the truth and. You know, I wonder if Malt's heard any weird, weird rumors about anything weird that's happening from perhaps an employee that came in for a drink. Great idea. You want to zoom down that direction? Okay. Let's see. Let me pull up my list of rumors for Malt. Uh, okay. Um, so you find Malt uh, seems to be having a very busy night in the tavern because it is just packed. Um, and he is uh, seemingly settled over um, just a group of, of con goers who are still in their cosplays and enjoying now a, uh, a, a round of beers. Uh, and you find him up in the rafters up there. Okay, so... I'll bring him um, some sweets from my dinner tray and knock on the rafter and say hello. Mmm, mmm, tuppence. Hello. 
Uh, it's kind of you to bring me food like that, but uh, Tashan does a good job keeping me fed. Well, that's good to hear. I suppose um, I could hoard it for later, though. Uh, and he so kind of like takes some, he uses his claws and like pulls it over. <laughs> so you like this place? I've always been fond of Tashan. He's very kind and not many of the froth tankards were kind to Nora for a while there. Hmm. Well, sounds like she kind of overcame it a bit, didn't she? And didn't let it harden her. No, no she is um, a bright soul, that one. So it's been really busy. I can't help but wonder if you've, uh, well, we've run into an interesting situation, and I don't know how much you've heard. Um, we trust Malt, right? Let me think. <laughs> how much do you trust Malt? Uh, no. So I, I'll, Tuppy will, will tell him about the, uh, Kishira coming back because he knows because he was there with the other mm-hmm. attack. Um, mm, that it is worrying. Yes. Um, so we've been tasked with finding out about more about the League of Terrors. So I have two questions for you. Have you heard anybody talk about them? And have you also heard where they would take a prisoner if they discovered if they captured a prisoner if the league of terrors captured a prisoner no no if the if the city like um mm. well you know about that weird crash at the yeah, Argent- um, he nods his head um if there was a survivor of the crash if it was a vehicle that did it we need to know where they would take a survivor. <laughs> Malt gets this like toothy grin on his face and he says, I think you're uh, fueling uh, interesting direction for this rumor. A vehicle, you say. Hmm. <laughs> well, I assume this city has a jail. That could be a place to look for a prisoner, but I don't know if they'd take someone there without knowing for sure that this person had done something wrong. So that might be a weaker direction. Mm. Do you have any other information about this prisoner that could help direct you? Just that he's very unusual type of type of being. Uh, Malt kind of like looks at you, tilts the head to the side as if waiting for more information. <sighs> Tuppy sighs and just looks at him. Okay, he's an alien. Okay. Shh. An alien? Yeah, like from not here. Mm. Hmm. Well, I would say that there are two potential 
locations one such person might be stashed that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Star has a present here, as you know. Um, the Fymir yeah. airfield could be a place to look. I understand they headquarter there. Or if there was some interest to studying this individual, they could be somewhere at the Argent Athenaeum. Otherwise, the only other place I can think is if the legate took a personal interest in this individual. They could be hidden somewhere within Fymir Hold, within uh, Mount Skorstein, which is the legate's personal residence. Have you heard anything weird? You know, anybody talking about something weird that happened? Mm, I've heard a number of weird things. You want to <laughs> roll your rumor dice? I bet, I bet you have. I bet you um, have. Roll a d6. Okay. It's a six. A six. Well, nothing more related to that, I don't think, but... Um, I have been hearing whispers about a, uh, a group forming in this city and others elsewhere, calling themselves the Watchers. I understand they're uh, warforged, um, who take their name from their leader, uh, one named Watcher. Uh, apparently, these warforged never recalled any bits of their past lives and they're still trying to serve their original purpose. They seem convinced that some threat to this world is imminent, which uh, knowing what we know about this League of Terrors, perhaps it is. Um, mm. The people who I've heard talking about them, though, tend to think that they are, uh, and I'm quoting here, a paranoid bunch of bolt buckets. So. <laughs> Oh, Malt, you always put a smile on my face. Mm, well, I'm happy to do that. So, um, anybody talking about the League of Terrors, or have you learned any more? Any, he kind of shakes his head that? with an apologetic look in the eyes. Okay. The Watchers, huh? Okay seems like uh, we always find interesting things to do with our time. We can't even go to a rom-com without getting into some deep intrigue. That's part of your charm, though. Uh, and he starts, he starts, despite, you know, saying he wasn't hungry, he starts stuffing his face with the, the pastries and stuff you brought him. Okay, I'll let you enjoy. Thanks for the info. Kind of waves a claw at you. Okay. I'll go back and report what I found out. I wonder if Soul's part of the Watchers. <laughs> Could be. So I guess while Tempenson's gone talking to Malt, uh, Coco will speak up and say, well, I know I'm not going to go back to the library. So you can tell the people that we're meeting with that, you know, the other member was injured and they have bed rest or something. 
But I might have some connections around the city to help with this investi investigation myself outside of the library. So Esme can come with me tomorrow. And that'll keep her. I mean, sounds like if fun. You're, if you're planning to say something like that, I mean, if they ask me, I can't lie about it. So I'm going to leave. Then you don't have no. to answer. Oh, that's always my go-to tactic. I'm also a terrible liar. Yeah. Well, it's not It's not that I'm a terrible liar. I just, I don't like to do it. So I'm going to go just so they can ask me and I can still be truthful because it's kind of my thing. Uh, sure. Okay. So, yeah. And your dog just kind of splits. That, okay. Um... Bye. Once he's gone, I'll Is your it. son also gone? <laughs> yeah, I think your son probably would have, um, you know, uh, gotten dinner down below and then gone back to uh, your dad and, and your son's room. Mm. Um, yeah, your dad would have split from you earlier. Or, sorry, your son. I'll send your dad a message when he's on his way out and to say, sorry, that wasn't meant to make you leave. No, no, it's not. Because uh, I can reply to message, right? Yeah. You can reply to this message. It's not that. I just want to. It'll help your plan if I know less. <laughs> okay. So I will smile a little bit at that response. It might be the smartest that. thing he's ever said. Yeah, I'm like, that is very intelligent. <laughs> I, love, I love the fact that your dad will probably help you with your plan. He just doesn't want to know the plan. <laughs> right? I mean, if I, if I accidentally run into a situation where, oh, no things are terrible and we have to fight at a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. He'll jump in and help protect you. He just doesn't want to be a part of lying. That's sweet. No, and that's I like fine. it. Yeah. yeah. I will, once it's just the Seekers left in the room. And Esme. I'll, and Esme. Mm -hmm. mm, I'll turn to Coco and say, I, I don't know if Coco's the right choice to be Esme's partner tomorrow, if you know what I'm saying. Because you've been seen with us, but if you're trying to go incognito tomorrow, you might want to pick up a new disguise. Right. And I, and I was going to. Great. Hey, um, when we accept, when we meet with um, the Seneschal tomorrow, can we also ask, as part of our, our conditions, to get VIP access to the con? Well, that can be arranged. Yeah. Isn't that also Listen, kind of included with unrestricted access? Probably. You, uh, for for the sake of the investigation, you need to interview Gloriana Hartwood. <laughs> yes, exactly. We need her autograph. You exactly. Know, so we can yes. match it against yeah. handwriting. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I just want to okay. be clear about this. If we do get involved with this, there is no way we are keeping a low profile in this city. I'm sure that Kalea has already heard we're here. 
Yeah, is that something that you and I and Tuppy should take care of tomorrow while Vert and Esme are away? Should we go and, and like actually meet with Kalea so she doesn't get suspicious? Well. So you told us about what was happening with the um, the dragon, the copper dragonborn man, right? I forgot his yeah. name. Such an A. Not a man, but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so, Ardrix, thank you. So, yeah. with that, I guess um, I'd probably say, well, one way or another, it sounds like you're gonna have, we are gonna have dealings with Kalea if if we are getting involved with this. That's what she's, I'm trying to say. Yeah, if we if we here. get involved with this, she's already tasked Ardrix and and the other stewards with investigating for us, which is a path that I set her on. Right, and she's, she's also... Meet with us, right. that she knows. And to Amber's point, she was flying above the library when we were leaving. It seems unavoidable, but I... I don't like it. I... I don't think that she... I don't think that we need to share information with her about Esme either. Oh, I agree. And I think that you and Tuffy should do all the talking. <laughs> well, it's, it's unfortunate because I think the best liar in our group is opting out of meeting with her. Well, we can, you can be charming and I can be silly and it'll all work out. Um, Embers, you see that though she's writing in Draconic, which I don't think you speak, right? I don't think so. Um, Esme, in her her notes, seems to be, you can tell pretty much right off the bat what it is. It looks to be like a relationship chart uh, to all these people who are being discussed. And she's, there's like arrows between bubbles and things like that. Can I see it from where I'm sitting or is it like just... Uh, sure, yeah, you can see it. And there's is everything like, correct? Uh, well, there's like, <laughs> there's Kalea and then there's arrows between like um, you know, Coco and Kalea and um, the the relationship there is like she has like, it just says like strained? Question mark? <laughs> strained? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'll kind of look at that and just kind of turn my head. Like, okay. Whatever. If there's any um, obvious... You would, also see, yeah. you would also see on another page it says uh, something like uh, Coco can alter his appearance? Question mark. Well, she knows that. Oh, does she? Right. I don't think she does. Be fair, when we I first said, disguise himself, I did not say alter his appearance. So when yeah. we first yeah, but met, that's what she seems to have assumed. When we first met, she said yeah. she told me, but you aren't also who you appear to be and stuff like that. Like she had like you know some way to see through my disguise. Oh yeah, she did put it. She did say that, didn't she? Yes, didn't she? That's why we were all we were oh, all stary at each no, other. No, no, no. She didn't say that. What she said was, um, "You have your secrets too," or something like that. I, which she, was I'm pretty sure she pointed right at like my, like disguising myself. It it was because you were uh, getting mad at her for uh, you know talking for having her secrets, and so she was like, "Look, everyone has secrets." So it was directed at you, but okay. it wasn't. Yeah. I thought it, it was, was extra her being poignant like, I because see of your situation, okay. but it wasn't like that she could see through it. Okay, that's yeah. how I interpreted it. So I'm I'm glad you're talking about that, that now. No, 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 it's it's all good. Um, 
Yeah. And then with like the whole like Night on Dragon thing, I'm like, ah, she knows who I am. I'm like, ah, <laughs> this is terrible. Anyways, okay, okay, anyways, anyways. Yeah. So, where are we at then? So you guys are gonna talk to Kalea tomorrow. Yeah. Do you want to tomorrow? Is that what you want to do? Or do you want to talk to Ardrix first and have that meeting? I reckon we need to talk to Ardrix first. Yeah, that sounds better. And um, in the meantime, what's the verdict? Is it safer here? Uh, like I said, I had a place I was hiding before. Um, there's, well, there's a lot of tunnels back in the mountains, and uh, some of them go to some very warm and cozy heat vents. Uh, so I've been hanging out down there. Uh, and I could keep doing that and just meet you tomorrow, if that's preferred. Or I can stay here. Either way. Sharon knows that Esme is with us, but she doesn't know where we are. She only... We just happened to run into her at the con. I don't think that she's going to come to our room and look for Esme. I don't think it would be hard for her to find this room. We are not... I agree. The other, the other thing I would say is if I've got all of these relationships down correct, and uh, the uh, Emperor and his people are indeed after me as well, uh, surely they know where you are uh, and that I might be with you. Yeah, I, I don't think staying here by yourself is a good idea. I'm, you've convinced me. Okay, so then I'll go back to my heat vent hideaway uh, for the night, and where should I meet the group of you tomorrow? I don't know, Vert, where do you want to do this? Well, I think I'm going to go a different way than you guys, because I'm not going to go back to the library. That's what I meant. Right. So where, where are you asking where Esme and I should meet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let me think about it for a sec. Yeah. Actually, if she just tells me where it is, I can come to her, right? Uh, I mean, she could guide you to, like the place back in the, you know, like inside the mountain uh, where she enters the tunnels that lead to the heat vents that she's staying in. Is it? You like... probably don't want to go down into the heat vents. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is it like somewhere nearby or do I, is it like a. Um, yeah, you could, um, you could get off the train at, um, what is that station's name? Uh Oh, it's just Skorstein Station, which is inside the mountain, and she could meet you there or something like that. Okay, yeah. I'll come get you in the morning. All right, then uh, I'll meet you there. Um, I have to say, uh, thank you all again for all of this. This is, uh, when I originally approached you, I didn't think it was going to get this complicated. Um, and I appreciate all of your discretion and and caution on my behalf and and of course for your help um evading capture earlier most of all so i'm glad they didn't get you too yep it's been out of this world <laughs> she smiles right uh well then i'll be off and she goes to the the balcony of your room uh and like stands up on the railing and turns invisible uh, as she leaps off of it. A la Aladdin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just 
jump off a balcony. Uh, oh, but before she goes, she probably would um, give Embers just a little peck on the cheek and a little bit of a wink, and then she'd go away. Well, I guess that's all I'm getting out of her tonight, after all. <laughs> we really should have gotten two rooms. We really should have. Uh, I have an important question for you. Mm. Did you kick Torin out for this conversation? He was demanding some answers, right? Before we left mm-hmm. the... Well, he wasn't demanding, on. but he just was he stating was he was like, confused. He was like, I'm confused. Yeah. I think we probably didn't, because nobody said that we did. Yeah. Okay. He probably He was probably there for it. Then Torin was sitting there pretty quietly the whole time, and after the conversation, he basically, like, scratches his head and says, well, I'm still confused, but I think I'm... I think I understood part of it, so... Good enough. What are you confused about, Torrin? I don't understand where Esme's from, or how she can leap from the window and be fine. But I understand we need to protect her from uh, forces within and without the Empire. So, mm-hmm. I can accept he's, that mission. He's very special. He nods. Isn't she, Ambers? She's certainly one of a kind. <laughs> um, your dad, when you went back to your room, uh, your son was there. Um, oh gosh, what would your son be doing in his spare time? I guess probably just poring over. Um, yeah, he'd be he'd be reading worn some. religious texts that you've seen him read a million times. Yep, with a bunch of other scrolls of notes that are like the same thing written over and over on like three different pages (laughs) you know what's interesting about this dad um last time i read this passage i took it an entirely different way and this time it just seems to resonate completely different how is that possible well every day you whether you recognize it or not you learn something new and those new things can bring to light more information from things you used to know. He nods. It's just, it's funny because I have my notes from last year when I read the book and, and five years ago when I read the book and it's just different each time. Well, that's one of life's great mysteries. Uh, how you can look at, look at something that is the exact same and get something new every time. It's uh, it's what makes living longer worth uh, doing. Kind of nods and thinks about that for a second, and then sort of packs up the scrolls and the book um, and kind of sits down on the bed, cross-legged, and turns towards you. I think these are some of the weirdest friends you've ever picked up. You know, they're definitely... Uh, more exciting than anybody else that's ever uh, that I've ever stopped to help. I'd say so. I'd say so. Uh, and for what it's worth, I like them. They're they're pretty great. Uh, 
the, the little pixie more. who smells like brownies, uh, she's particularly entertaining. She, I can't remember if I told you this or not. Uh, she beat me at arm wrestling. No, she didn't. She did, 100%. I mean, I think you made a comment about that when I came to join you the first time, but I really didn't, I thought you were joking. Yeah, no, not joking at all. Like, hmm. I was, and not even, like, she beat me in arm wrestling, like, uh, you know, sometimes. And I you were going easy her. on her, right? Yeah. No, no, I was, I was actually trying. This seems to disturb him on a philosophical level. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just... Let that be a lesson to you. You can never judge people by their outward appearances. I mean, like, that's you can a... never judge a fish by its scales. <laughs> true, true. I, I mean, this is a lesson I, I understand. And, you know, I thought, or I thought I did, but I guess not. Wow. Beat you. That's impressive. There's uh, another thing, even even bigger that I need to tell you about mostly so uh, you'll understand why even if the convention goes well tomorrow we not might not be able to do the convention together hmm. okay there uh, you can see he gets a little concerned and kind of scoots a little closer to you on the bed and I, I kind of swing my arm over him. They're into some big stuff that, uh, honestly, it's bigger than I even know when I'm keeping myself out of the loop on some things to keep us safe. But uh, they're into some big stuff that could get even bigger. And I don't want you to get roped into it because it's dangerous. I appreciate that. Um, listen, if, if things are getting dangerous, maybe, maybe I'll skip out on day two. Maybe I'll just, you know, go back to the shrines. Uh, if we were going to have to be separate anyways, uh, there's not much point for me. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> as much as um, it was fun today, uh, it was it was really only fun because you know we were together. It, these books don't really do much for me you know that but um i know and i i know you were just coming along for for me and i appreciate that i just i need to make sure you're safe it is my job well okay uh i'll i'll steer clear for tomorrow then and and maybe if things are safe for the next day we can go for the last day together absolutely but uh And I'm glad you're just taking this at face value, but just so, because you are so inquisitive, and I know you, just so you don't do that thing where you sneak along behind me to learn a thing. I would never. sneak along with me to make sure that you're backing me up. <laughs> Because I, you need to make sure I'm okay. Yeah, that one I might do. Yeah, I need you to understand that you cannot do that this time. Because look, aliens exist. 
I've <laughs> met one. Okay, so look, I, I will accept that the pixie beat you in an arm wrestle, sure, because even if you didn't take it easy on her, I'm sure you underestimated her and that contributed to it somehow. But dad, you don't have to... Listen, I, I, if you want me to stay away from this, I'm going to stay away from this. You don't, you don't have to go to... It's fine. No, you've got you've to understand because I would hate to have this tarnish because I, in your entire life, I have never lied to you except that one time about my club sco- clubstone score but that eh, anyway that's a lie i'm still living down uh but look <laughs> i it was only a single and not a double i know but look this is on that kind of scale okay okay of finding out that people and creatures that are sentient exist on other planets um your son like rolls his eyes <laughs> sure dad sure they do i saw the i saw the hole in the ceiling i'll stay away um all right okay uh i love you kid there's a little bit of a little bit of um oh uh he he says he like kind of pulls you in for a hug and says, I love you too, dad. Uh, and there's like a little bit of silence as you two kind of like have that embrace. Um, but when he does pull back, uh, he kind of taps the holy symbol that you've got on you um, and says, I'm pretty sure these are good people and protecting them is the right thing to do. So you're doing a good thing, dad. I think so too. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to go down to the bar for a bit because the whole aliens thing, that's still new to me and I'm wrapping my brain around it. And I'm surprised you're taking it so well. And I'm proud of you for taking it so well. And I walk out. <laughs> uh, and I mean, you don't hear this because you've left, but your son just just basically mutters, it's because I don't believe you. <laughs> Uh, and uh, when you come back from the bar later in the night, um, you see uh, that your son has gone to sleep. Um, and the books and things like that are back out on like the, the room's desk. Uh, but the picture that you had the artist draw is uh, pinned up on the wall, kind of above the headboard of your son's bed. And he, uh, he's just kind of snoring gently. Uh, anything the rest of you want to do tonight? Peppy's ears were burning, so she's feeling I'm going, what the heck? Um, there is there is one thing I was thinking about doing with Embers um, that might end up taking a minute. So Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Go for it. Um, I think Embers is going to um, she's been here before in um I forgot the name of the city that we're in. It's been a while. Uh, Fimea. 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 Yeah. That's right. I kept wanting to say Sergil, but it's not. It's like the capital of Sergil. Yes. Um, yeah. So she's been to Fimea before, and like, mm-hmm. in fact, had been to a bunch of bars and the bad parts of Fimea before. Um, I know it's a long shot, but I think she's gonna go 
and like kind of go around that part of the city and try and see if she can suss out where Kashura has been staying. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, what kind of check would you like to make for that? I'm not quite uh, sure what one it would be. Investigation, maybe? Yeah, investigation would work. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a dirty 10. Okay. Um, you, I mean, how do you go about this? Do you like describe Kashura to people or? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'd go and say like, Hey, have you seen this person um, walking around drinking here, et cetera, et cetera. Um, let me see what I can do for you. She also, um, just just to let y'all know, Ember's also jumps off the balcony. Nice. <laughs> uh, you would, I mean, even with slow fall at this height, you'd take like a negligible amount of falling yeah. damage, but yeah. you're going to rest soon, so it doesn't matter. Um, Do you just like walk out and jump off the balcony without saying anything? Like, all right, guys. Oh, just like, hey, I'll, I'll see y'all later. And he just poop. And we're... <laughs> I'm gonna look at Torin and say she's pretty special too. I would agree that pretty much everyone in this group is incredibly special. Uh, so no one, no one who you talk to seems to have um, heard uh, or have any memory of seeing uh, a woman like this staying in any of the sort of seedy locations or anything like that. Um, 10 is kind of average, so I want to give you a little bit of something. Um, um, what I'll say is you ask around in sort of the, the area around, you know, where you're staying and, um, a lot of the people there kind of like who own the establishments don't want to deal with you. But if you talk to like the, the patrons and things like that, they sort of tell you that no, no, no one like that uh, rings a bell. Um, so I'll say you feel pretty confident, at least in the area kind of around uh, Tasha's taproom itself. So that like section of the city, she's probably not staying anywhere in that area. Um, but there is a, a big remainder of the city where she could potentially be staying. Though uh, that does eliminate a lot of sort of the like uh, inns and taverns and things like that, because uh, the area that Tasha's tap room is in is kind of um, right inside uh, the gate from like the main road that people come through. Um, so a lot of them are concentrated here. So it's possible that that means that she's not staying in the city necessarily. Uh, but also, the, it's a pretty big city, so she could be elsewhere, is what I'll say. Okay. Anyone else? Anything for tonight? Uh, yeah. What is Tuppy doing for the rest of the night? I have actually two quick things, maybe. Oh, well. Oh, sorry, is... Nick, Nick, was that it? Sorry, I, I forgot to ask. Was that oh, no, that, the only yeah, thing? That, okay. That's how I'm going to occupy my, my time to me. 
Well, okay. Tuppy was on. gonna Tuppy was gonna curl up um, in Embers' fur, but since she's not around, she'll probably just fly over and curl around the dragon egg and mumble names to herself like Jake. You know, things things that rhyme with, with Drake, like Blake. Stupid snowdrop. I'm not calling it snowdrop. No Blake? How about steak? <laughs> steak no. is a good name. Should Ooh, give a, Benedict? <laughs> what about a draconic name? Like the Drake. The Drake. Blake is kind of like Snowflake. I might be all right with Snowflake because it rhymes with Drake. Maybe Snowblake. I can talk, maybe I can t- talk Owen into that. I'm just mumbling to myself. Right. Um, yeah, then I will uh, ask Bert if he wants to join me out on the balcony once people start settling down and going their own way. Sure. Y'all all feeling yeah. off? Mm, yeah, we're gonna go jump off the balcony. Uh, let me check my skills <laughs> <No>. real quick. <laughs> um, do I have a fly speed? Mm, no, mm? not this time. No, nope. no, not me, not yet. We're still level four. <laughs> no, I'll I'll bring him out. I mean, I the... I need to reiterate, like you guys are on kind of the top floor of a tall building. No, it's so. fine. We're not gonna jump. We're not gonna jump. I'm just I'm trying to find in my notes how many stories this building it is. Like nine or ten. No, it's not. Oh, it is a ten-story building. Yeah, but okay. I, I mean, it, I embers, we embers. Ninth floor. Embers has a maybe climbing you are, speed. but you're you're high up. Embers could climb down it and be safe, no problem. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm gonna jump the last bit. Anyways, go on. I just wanted on. to. Uh, I just wanted to check in. Are are you, are you all right? Not really. I think we should, not accept this job at all and leave. But uh, here we are and. Yeah. So I think that if it becomes more dangerous or we feel like we are going to become more in danger, then. I mean, we're already in danger. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I already wanted to just, you know, drive or, uh, go right past this city and not even go inside. Now it's becoming more apparent mm-hmm. that we maybe should have done that. But, um, I know. you know, we can give this a shot if everybody wants to. And then if it becomes dangerous, take it from there. Well, I, I, I think that helping Esme is the right thing to do. She has a friend who's captured but I if there was a way to do it without getting entangled with the people in charge I wish that we could find it I mean we've already I guess agreed to meet with those people so there's no way around that I know what makes you reluctant to meet with the the silvered whatever nope what's his name nope Silvered seneschal? seneschal. Yeah, the seneschal. What what makes you so reluctant to meet with the seneschal? Because he's reporting directly to Kalea. And you think that there's a chance he'd recognize you? And I think that there's a chance that she's going to be there. I see.
Yeah, I reckon that's probably a pretty high chance. We saw her today. She was descending down. I reckon she's there to help the Emperor, too. Absolutely. all mixed up. Yeah. Maybe we should just leave. As long as everybody agrees to that. But I don't think they will. Are you going to be okay by yourself tomorrow? I've been by myself for over five years or so, so I think I'll be okay for one more day. Bert. <laughs> I'll be okay. You can take my familiar with you for a couple hours. Um, I'll think about if it. If you want. I, I don't know how much help it'll be, but... I was going to make a new magic item so we could keep in touch. If something, if there's an emergency. All right. Maybe that'll be, help us put uh, the situation at ease a little bit if something were to happen. All right. You, um, do you know what this is? I'm going to pull out the, uh, what was it, the coin or an amulet or something that I got from the oh, weaver. Oh, yeah, from the weaver. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look. Uh, what was it? It's been so long. <laughs> she offers to give you a brooch. A brooch. That is kind of like um, an eight-pointed star. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take it out. Still wrapped in kind of a handkerchief, but I'll unwrap it a little bit, show it to him. Do you? Does this mean anything to you? Do you know what this is? Mm, Ethan, do I know what it is? <laughs> Raises eyebrow at DM. Um. No, I mean it looks like a it looks like a brooch unless you've got like some spell or something to check this thing out. Am I detect magic still active? Probably not. It's like ten yeah. minutes, right? Yeah. 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 Mm. No. Nope. So I'll just say mm. I'll just like look at it and hold it, turn it it's around. Pretty, it's not like a significant symbol or anything. Just shake my head. No, I don't I'm afraid I don't know what this is. But here, I have something for you, and I will produce the, was this, the, like, the part of the ship I was looking for in my notes. It's like, is it another? Oh, the, um. Esme's, um. The octahedron thing? Mm-hmm, the octahedron yeah. thing. I'll pull that out and explain where I found it and that, and I'll point to my head and say, I was told to be very careful if I and probably not give it to her, but I'm not really sure why. So depending on what you find tomorrow, and I'll hand it to you. Okay, you take it. Now you know what it is, and you know what I know about it. You were told not to give it to her. Is I think so, right? Her a bad idea. It was like just to be careful, right? It was like basically a word of caution from Nylon. She's as big as not um, she seems. She is Nyadon, Nyadon didn't trust her because she uh, seemed likely to ally herself with the Emperor. Yeah. Based on what she was saying. That's fair. So he'll shrug and be like, 
I don't know enough about her and I don't have enough information to question what's the right course of action. So depending on what you find tomorrow, maybe this will come in handy for you. What but what is it? It's part of her spaceship, right? It's a um a little octahedron, kind of about the size of a D eight. Um, that is made of the same metal as Vert's ship, but instead of or is Vert's ship, Vert's um, <laughs> armor. Did you just spoil something else about Vert's backstory? Shh, I need to no. cut, it, oh. cut it out. Cut it yeah, out. Yeah, Vert's got a spaceship. Vert, are Vert's you from an alien? Outer space. We're, we're cutting that out of the show. <laughs> I've no. met two aliens. <laughs> no, um, no, you only met one. <laughs> but uh, unlike the one that you found in um, Sergil's. The remains of Sergil's Horde, uh, which it, also that one is bigger. Uh, and that one has is kind of like cold to the touch constantly. This one is warm to the touch constantly. Uh, and when you hold it, you feel kind of like a, a psychic hum or buzz in your head. Yeah, I've actually just found my nose. It's like ringing in the ears. In Draconic, yeah. the name Ezemir is carved into it. Yep. Uh, that's her name. All yeah. Right. So if you decide to cast like look for something similar to this or if you have locate object locate creature then yeah, I, both yeah yeah then this will probably help you all right but in any well, case i'm not i wasn't planning on giving her tomorrow so it's gonna do no good for me to hold on to it right oh and you're gonna have her with you right i see all right Iodon just kind of rumbles in the back of your brain during this conversation. Like with uh, disagreement or like, can I No, infer? just like, I see you making a choice and not really making a comment on it one way or another. Okay. Yeah. Well, I won't. I was being sassy recently. What the heck? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's going through a phase. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I'll I'll just I'll I'll keep this um, hidden away for a while. Yeah. Until we decide. Yeah, maybe it'll have a use. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll give it to her tomorrow. Maybe we won't. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> All right. Um. Okay. I I'm gonna go see if Tuppy's asleep yet. Okay. What what time of night is it right now? Is it pretty late? Yeah, by this point it'd be getting late-ish. Okay, never mind then. Go back inside. Yeah. Poke Tuffy. Are you, What's are you, up? Are you sleeping? Think of a new uh, name? Uh, look, that can be... We can wait until it's hatched, I think. You know. We don't even know what color it's going to be. Do we? I see you're upset. I'm sorry. What's up? Oh, no, it's, it's, um, can I sit with you for a second? Of course. I, I don't have nice long white fur like Amber's, but I, I do have my fluffy cloak. It has a fur collar if you'd like to. Aw, think so. Okay. Um, so I didn't mention this to anyone, um, but when we were on the road on the way up here, I, I was visited by an entity. She claimed to call herself the Weaver. 
And she gave me Weaver. She gave me this. Oh. And I'll show you the brooch. I you have a way of understanding things when you look at them sometimes. And I, I was wondering maybe if you knew anything about this or if you could find out. Okay. Oh, give me a minute. Okay, so Tuppy will do her little spell that she does to okay. get a good vibe. Um, yeah, you cast your spell. You little... play, the, play the little song. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn uh, that this item uh, is basically uh, when it's created, whoever created it, um, basically assign a person to it. And uh, if this person is given this item, uh, the item will essentially compel them to truthfully answer the next question that is posed to them. Okay. It's kind of like a kind of like a truth beacon. If you give it to someone, they have to tell the truth. Um, and uh, it is it only works with the person who the creator specifies when creating the thing. So like if it were handed to Elwin and Elwin wasn't the person specified by the creator, it wouldn't apply to Elwin. But if Elwin then handed it to the person specified by the creator, that person would be compelled to answer truthfully whatever is asked next. So it sounds like it was made for someone in particular. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I just don't know if I should use it or not. Hmm. Can't help you with that. Sorry. All right. I don't think it's any of us have much... uh, experience when it comes to supernatural creatures and gods and demigods and that kind of thing. Sorry, I didn't tell you about it before. I just, I didn't want to worry anybody. Yeah, I understand. Everybody's got a lot to deal with. We deal with it in our own way. How are you, by the way? Holding up. Freaked out a little bit about what we found out, right? Yeah. Aren't you? About what we found out? That poor. Not alone. (laughs) I thought being from somewhere like the Feywild, it would be less of a surprise to you than to any of us. Well, you know, I tried to go that route at first, remember, when we found out. But the more I think about it, the more amazing it is because how many more? How many more beings are around that we'll get to meet? That's the question, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to have some really weird dreams tonight. I can already tell. So. All right. If you don't, well, if you don't mind, I'm going to get to them. I'm pretty tired. Right. But hopefully it was a little bit of help to you. You were. You were quite a bit of help. Thank you. All right. All right. Good night, Tuffy. Well, um, 
as the group view find your rest, contrary to Tuppence's, uh, you know, assertion that she's going to have weird dreams. Uh, the dreams that all of you find are no weirder than normal. No one has any strange visions or visitations or anything like that. Um, you awake the next morning, uh, refreshed, long rested. Um, however, uh, Yerdod, in the morning, as you're sort of like groggily yawning and getting up, you hear a commotion in the hallways, uh, sort of outside your room. Huh. And I, in, before even throwing on all my armor, everything, just in like a like a long white nightshirt. Nice. And I was gonna ask, I, what are your dad's pajamas? <laughs> I imagine your dad is in that long white nightshirt. Like we're talking full, uh, we're talking full Dickensian, like long stocking cap. <laughs> nice. And he just kind of pokes his head out the door. Um, you see uh, like a procession of people uh, kind of going up the stairs. Um, and you recognize a few, I mean, you recognize two figures among them, I would say. Um, one of them is Tashawn. Uh, another one uh, you recognize uh, because she is the legate of this state. A uh, tall Goliath woman with one arm and uh, bald, but, you know, bl like navy blue tattoos kind of all over her skin. Um, uh, and then the rest of the people with them uh, are sort of those like winged dragonborn and the like the one dragonborn in like full plate. And Tashan is basically like shouting at the uh, the one in full plate. Um, like, I told you. They're my customers, and they deserve their privacy. I'm not going to allow you to barge in on them like this. Um, and uh, Legate Kalea uh, is basic, basically like uh, on the other side of the uh, plated figure and just basically going, listen, this man is right. This is unacceptable. These people are heroes for what they did down in Port Horizon Shroud. You can't barge in on the, them like this. And the figure just kind of uh, stops for a second uh, where they're standing and turns towards Kalea with like, uh, you know, a voice muffled by the faceplate of uh, the armor and just says, um, I can and I will, for it is the will of Emperor Stratos uh, and continues with the dragonborn uh, so marching up the stairs. I hate that your dad would do this, but he would absolutely do this as Tashan is still in sight. Mm -hmm. But just, hey, morning, Tasha. You need any? You need the services of a cleric for anything? Tasha <laughs> just looks his back at you. Uh, your dad? No, I'm fine. I just, oh gosh, they're getting ahead. Ah, I've got to go. Uh, Sorry, just trying up. to help. <laughs> and um, go back in. Okay. And immediately put on all my gear because I know they're talking about the crew. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say before we end tonight's episode on that note uh, is, can you roll an insight check for me? Yeah. Of course, this is the one that gets stuck in the tower after playing all day, whatever. That is a... Dear God, your dad's good at insight. I love that. I love that because uh, I want to give you information. That's a 22. 
Okay. Uh, the information that you have that no one else in the party seems to have is that based on this interaction, you see that Kalea looks at the armored individual with fury in her eyes. She hates this person. Ooh. Nobody else in the party knows that. Uh, we will end as there is a forceful knock on your guys' door. And we'll pick up there next week. Uh, so thank you all for playing. Uh, thank you to those of you who came to watch. Uh, Zach, I apologize in advance for, for springing this. This was like the cliffhanger I wanted to end on to begin with. <laughs> and I saw you making plans to like avoid these people, and I felt bad. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be back. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Good night.